Hey guys, I'm Laura and I'm Anna and welcome back to your weekly dose of relatable content, questionable advice, lots of laughs, and as always, girl vibes only. Hello everyone, welcome back to Girl Vibes Only. I'm Anna and I'm Laura. Um, we have a really exciting episode for you today. Um, something we talked about before, but something that I think is needed. Bringing but, it back. Bringing it back. But how have you been, Laura? I've been good. I feel like we haven't recorded in a while. It's, yeah. It it's, feels like that at least. I like when I press record, I was like, what, how do I do this? <laughs> how do I start? Um, I love your shirt. Um, <laughs> Laura is wearing a shirt that says, call me babe for the weekend. Um, Homage to my patron saint. Yeah. <laughs> How are you feeling about the new Fearless re-record? Oh, it's beautiful, fabulous. I've been listening to it since it came out. Mm-hmm. And I'm also like on Swift Talk. So like I'm looking up all of the different like she slightly says different words in yes. some of them. She like emphasizes like yes. mm-hmm. yeah, different pieces. And it's yeah. just you could definitely tell. I want someone to play that game with me where it's like original or Taylor versus version. the record. Yeah. So like I want someone to how did that. you feel about the laugh and hey Steven? Oh, I loved it. She killed it. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. It's it's just beautiful. And like she change in love story um this isn't our love story instead of my love story also in the what instead of our story she's or instead of my story she says our story i didn't notice that so it's like she's essentially because this is why it's beautiful and mm-hmm. i could get on a soapbox right, about okay. all of this but when she recorded fearless she was like in the young teenage like heartbreak yes. like super sad about joe jonas mm-hmm. the whole thing getting cheated on so she was like in her feels during that yeah and a lot of it she kind of talks about um you know one day i'll find the the right person for mm-hmm. me and now she has like she's still right. with her boyfriend maybe joe. husband joe i i don't know maybe mm-hmm. engaged I, we're not sure um but so she has it now so like that's kind of where some of the language she switched it and yeah. she was just like no like that wasn't our story like huh i didn't even notice yeah. that it now that i'm thinking about it you're making me question it could have been in white horse but i it, it might not be in love story but I'm questioning um, things I don't know I so like I was a a Swifty back in the day like yeah. old, you like OG old T yeah old T Swift um I think Sparks flies after Fearless right yes I don't okay. think that's gonna be the next re-record no I don't think so either but so I was like a big like old T Swift fan yeah. and like Taylor Swift Fearless Sparks fly well you mean after- speak now right speak now sorry yeah. speak now What's the next? Is it 1989 after that? So 1989, I think, is her next re-record. No, but like in the like in the order, order was yes. it red or 1989? Oh, red then 1989. Okay, red is when she lost me. That's when I dropped off. She yeah. started to become a pain in the ass during that time frame. Red was like very poppy. Like that was her first in pop culture. Red was like very much. I have a gang of 15 supermodel best friends and all of us go out together and act like we're better than everyone else yeah started happening and that was when I started having a problem with T-Swift well Red completely was all about like revenge like it was like her version of reputation but years before Mm -hmm. even though reputation was hers too but um 
that was like when she was going through yeah. with Harry Styles yeah. and like she was having the issues with Katy Perry. And like yeah. there was just that drama. was my and I I still love Red. Like there's yeah. parts of that album that I absolutely love, but that was the time frame when all that stuff started happening to her and I feel for her and like yeah. after watching Miss Americana and everything like that like I feel terrible for her like it's awful like right you know uh, that yeah, it, but you're allowed to not like exactly but that was that time era. frame was when she just had this air, I felt had this air about her of, of like I'm better than everyone else and I was like bitch yeah. calm down and now after watching this and then I said this I think like before after watching Miss Americana I have so much more sympathy for her right. because obviously we didn't know all that stuff was going on right I'm just saying that's when all of that really started was yeah. like during Red. No, that's fair I feel like she unless you were like hardcore swift she lost people yeah. for a while mm -hmm. like for a couple years not just that like I don't think a lot of people liked her even with 1989 yeah what was the is 1989 the one she didn't win a Grammy for or was it Red I don't think she won for red. Okay. I'm going to look it up. Because I think that's I the think one. I think she won for 1989. I okay. I don't know. But one of them. Yeah. There's one. Because she's won a Grammy for all of them besides one of them. I think it's red. I'm going to look it up. I Red is my least favorite also. Um, I still love Taylor though back then. I thought like. I was like. I thought she was hot shit. I was like. Empowered. I didn't. I didn't, like, I didn't feel that from her though. I think it, it was just because. It's. Empowerment is like. Like I'm a boss bitch. Like Megan the Stallion. Yes. That's empowerment. Because it's like. Hot girl shit. Taylor Swift in that era. Was more. I'm hot shit. I'm better yeah, than you. For Red. She yes. didn't win for Red. Okay. Confirmed. So Red was. Because everyone keeps thinking that she's going to. Re-record Red last or at the end right right before grammy season so that it's eligible for a grammy and maybe could potentially win the re -report. i feel like she might re win Honestly, fearless i feel like that's it's what i'm number saying one right now. it's like and i when it came out like literally the morning it came out was that i went on a trip to colorado and that was the one i would wake up at literally five o'clock in the morning to get on the fucking plane the minute i woke up i put fearless on fearless because fearless yeah. Speak Now is by far my favorite yeah. T-Swift album. Like, from top to bottom, I know every word, every lyric. Like, yeah. that, I don't know what, what you know, 15-year-old Anna Marie was going through at the moment, but yeah. she was going fucking through it. But my second favorite is by far Fearless. Like, yeah. Fearless is the entire album front to bottom is a bop. Like, I like so Debut, good. too, a lot. I do, too, but it's just like... I'm excited for her to re-record Debut because there's just... So oh, many... is she re-recording Debut? I think she might. Oh, I didn't know that. There was rumors that she will because... Um, do you know, like, the whole drama with I'd Lie... Like, so Taylor yeah. had all these songs she would randomly sing at concerts mm -hmm. and, um, or like she would just randomly, cause she wasn't that big yet. So she would randomly record a song on YouTube and mm -hmm. like just put it out and I'd lie was one of them. And it is a bop. Like it yeah. is OG debut mm -hmm. fearless vibes. Like yeah. it's like really good, but she never ended up putting it out yeah. or putting it on any albums because apparently there was rumors. It sounded like a few other songs that were already out there. So yeah. they were just like, we're not going to do it. But people love like Swifties love that song. Yeah. And so there was a rumor that she might put it on debut. Oh, if she re-records. Okay. Okay. Because it was like that era. So I don't know right. if she will, but um, how do you feel about the new songs added to Fearless? Why? Who stopped her? From yeah, them that's on? what I want to know. I want to know who made that decision of what got cut because they should be fired. Literally, I think you know what it was back then too. Because, can I just say, Mister Perfectly Fine? 
It would have, like, I I think it might have been dangerous for me if it had been out <laughs> at that time, to be honest. Well, I think what it was, now Taylor will release, like, 18 songs. It's, mm-hmm. like, no big deal on each A 26-song album? Oh. That's a hefty fucking album. So, but I think back then, you did 16, and that was yeah. it. Like, you, or 12. Like, you yeah. did not go over the top. So yeah. maybe that was all it was. Maybe it was just, maybe. like, they said you can only pick 16 yeah. songs. Yeah, what's and- your favorite new song oh my god that's so hard i mean mr perfectly fine is is great i have to i don't honestly i don't know that i know that i have to go in and look at the names of them yeah i don't know that i did you listen to them all oh yeah i listened to them all i just don't know if you remember specifically Yeah, yeah yeah so yeah so i mr perfectly fine definitely great i think that's more of like the that would have been one of my favorite hit songs yeah but i do love that's when but keith urban's on it i don't think keith urban would have been on it yeah when it was originally recorded yeah my, i love that one I, I think mr perfectly fine is by far probably my favorite but i think the other one is um we don't happy Oh. Don't you? Yeah, don't you? Skip. Don't you? Yeah. I like you all over me, but I want Marin Morris to have more of a part. I know she's a background singer. I know. Well, so is Colby Calais. She's still re-recording. I know, Breeze. but like, I, I don't. Know. That's that's my beef with that song. Is like, I love Marin Morris. Do so you wish you heard more? Of her. Yeah, like she could have yeah. done something more in that song. Yeah, you know. I don't know why she didn't. That, like, and when she posted about it being, like, I'm so excited to have, like, Marin on, like, posted the song thing, like, how she loves her. Yeah, I feel like for a a post like that, she deserved at least a verse. I know. You know what I mean? That was my only beef with that song. Yeah. But Mr. Perfectly Fine, I just, like, I truly can't get over it. Yeah. I can't. That one's good. I would listen, if you guys haven't, at least listen to that one, and that's when. Yeah. Because I think that those are two. Mm -hmm excellent songs. yeah so i Definitely. just love that the new this is why it's making me happy because now not that no one knew who taylor swift was but now a whole new generation of people yeah. are relearning her old songs though i do have some beef because like again on tiktok like i feel like i talk about tiktok way too much mm-hmm. but um people don't even know they're calling better than revenge the sabotage song what because so you know bless you Whew. sorry you know the... I'm going to do it again. <coughs> Sorry. Okay. Are you good? <laughs> no, it's good. Okay. <laughs> um. So, Better Than Revenge. Yeah. You know that song, right? Yes, obviously. So, that's about Joe Jonas also. Yes. Um, and, you know, it says there's nothing better, better than, than revenge. revenge. And it's all... There's one specific line saying about sabotage. Like... Oh. And okay, yeah, yeah. People have been making a trend. And it's, like, supposed to be funny where it's... um. It says, like, you came along and got her alone, and mm-hmm. now let's hear the applause because it's basically about a girl stealing a guy. Yeah. People have been doing it with, like, guys' hobbies, like, their boyfriend's hobbies. So oh. it'll be, like, everything was great, and then they would play those that chorus. Yeah. Or that okay, bridge, okay. and it'd be, like, they, they're fishing or playing golf because oh, okay, it's, like, okay. they took her faster than you could say sabotage. Okay, right. And people are calling it the sabotage song. I'm, like, it has a name better it than has Revenge. A name. It's been about always. My, my favorite thing about, obviously, Better Than Revenge, like, especially when we were, like, fucking, yeah. you know, 
teenagers. Like I just like, that's my thing is I do love, I have to like agree with you is I love that like teenagers now are getting to experience Taylor yeah. Swift when we were teenagers. Cause there was nothing better when you were like young teenager mm-hmm. than Angsty. being heart- <laughs> heartbroken about your kid from fucking Spanish class that like, <laughs> you know, look your that, way. that you're like, we were going to get married yeah. and like shit like that. And like being like crying over Taylor Swift was truly like, just like every I think everyone needs to experience that in their teens so yeah it makes me happy that like the this generation has experienced that but I don't think people know the background of the beef with better than revenge because that's what made it so good with me I know or so great for me because when so the Jonas Brothers came out with um much better much better yeah and it's a song about uh, Joe Jonas's like new girlfriend at the time after he broke up with Taylor Swift mm-hmm. and um, the song was called much better and talking about how the new girlfriend is so much better than Taylor Swift and he and uses lines about like your tears, tears on your, your guitar. guitar like she like yeah what it's something about like I forget the exact something line. about the tears on your on her guitar like obviously referencing Taylor Swift so then Taylor Swift <laughs> heard that and said you motherfucker yeah and comes out with better than revenge and that's where the lyric comes in comes in where she's yeah. like because she's so much better yeah. and it's it's just i live for petty artists well, i and, do I and just so this do. is why i love taylor because she's always been she is so smart she's her song she is a fucking savage and i i will and people don't look at her and be like you're a savage but like mm-hmm. she is and that's why like I appreciate Red a bit more. I totally understand where you're coming from. But, like, that was when she was just like, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. I'm just calling everyone out in a song. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've never had an issue. It's always just, like, there was that three-album time frame. Because, yeah. yeah, Red 1989, Reputation. Well, I have to say, Folklore and Evermore are just, like, pieces of art. Like, yeah, just like, you can't. They're unmatched. beautiful. And Lover just wasn't that great. I I like Lover. So I go through phases with Lover. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes yeah. like I actually walk down the aisle to Lover. You did. Version. You did. Mm-hmm. That gorgeous. is that is a gorgeous song. Yeah. Um. There's there's a few songs on that album that are good, but I just yeah. cohesively I didn't like really vibe yeah. with that album. I was listening to Lover when you arrived today, actually. Yeah, you listened to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was shuffling through the me's the least the worst song in the album yeah that's true but yeah i'd have to say red 1989 and reputation was like the era of i like lost taylor swift lover was when i was like oh what song is on well it may it might be lover oh cruel summer oh yeah on lover that i was like okay fuck with this or death by a thousand cuts no you're not into that one Street. no that's what i mean is it just Mm -hmm. doesn't that's okay it it was one of those ones where i started to get that lover was the album that i started to get excited for again like you know, and you then peaked interest. It peaked my interest, yeah. whatever. Because there are a few songs. Reputation is the area that, like, I still she pissed me off. But, but you there were are like bops on. You're Reputation. like, okay, yeah, there are, this like, is good. You cannot <laughs> deny that, like, there are uh-huh. heavy fucking hitters on that album. Like, you can't. Okay, we've talked 15 minutes about Taylor Swift. Can we get on? <laughs> we need to move on. <laughs> I told you, you get me started. I, could I well, I wanted to know. I needed. I haven't talked to you about it yet. I and, appreciate the ask. Yeah, Sorry, I figured I'd, I'd what's the what's the term I'd humor you for a little. Yeah. Um, okay, so anyway, it. so what Anyways, are we talking about? So today, today we're talking about anxiety. <laughs> what a switch to go from fucking Taylor Swift like to anxiety. Okay, so we've had we've talked about anxiety before. We've had, you know, the whole anxiety episode. Mm-hmm. 
So we wanted to do an anxiety 2.0 episode because anxiety is never not going to be relevant. No. And we got a lot of great attention from that saying like, thank you guys for talking about it. Like that was the episode that we had my sister on Mm -hmm. and we all shared our different pieces of anxiety and we all kind of had something like Anna resonated with social anxiety. Mm -hmm. I had like generalized my sister had like PTSD anxiety. So there was a lot that we could work with and we got great attention. So we're like, People need to talk about this more. Mm-hmm. Let's do it again. Yeah. So we wanted to bring it up again because I feel like it's even very relevant now the second time around because the world is opening back up. The vaccine is available. I am half vaccinated. I will get my second dose this Thursday. Oh. Um, you Have you had it yet? I am not. No. Not. I'm in the last phase of my organization. I gotcha. Yeah. So I am half vaxxed. Um, so it's coming. But the vax is um, out. President Joey Boy says that by May 1st, everyone, um, obviously besides kids, should be eligible mm-hmm. to be vaccinated, which is... fucking awesome so vaccination the summer's coming people things are opening up so there's going to be more things to do yeah and people are having anxiety about going back into the real world and i fucking feel it because you know we've spent a year now literally not being able to do i mean how many months did we spend literally locked in the house and now you know still not really be able to do a whole lot And it's scary to think about going back into the real world and having like, even like now, like watching movies and stuff, I can't help but be like, oh my God, like no one's wearing a mask. Like it's wild to think how we acted pre-pandemic. I know. And I don't think the world is going to be back to what it was then anytime soon, but it's going to be a little more normalized, you know, like in a few months or so. And so the idea of, you know, and everyone's like hot girl summer, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I, the entire idea of it gives me severe anxiety. I know. And so I wanted to talk about it because I think it's something that everyone is kind of like dealing with right now and um, just like getting back into the real world. How are you feeling? No, I get that a lot because I feel I've always this whole 2020 was a little bit different for me. Like I had so many major life events that I was trying to plan that could either give me more anxiety or were able to distract me from the COVID anxiety that was out in the world. Um, but especially now that we're kind of like in this new normal, which mm-hmm. I hate to say, cause everyone says that yeah. phrase, but it's like what it is. Like we're in a new world. Mm-hmm. Um, I find myself like if I'm in a large group or if I see other people in large groups, yeah. I'm like judgy. Like I'm like, yeah. if I see people in large groups, I'm kind of like, oh my God, should they be doing that? Yeah. But then I'm like, I'm insane because that is normal. Yeah. Like we used to do that like all the time. Mm-hmm. And like, I just had a funeral recently and mm-hmm. there was a lot of people there mm-hmm. everyone wearing masks and like trying to social distance but i felt so anxious mm-hmm. and uncomfortable because there was just so many more people than i'm used to yeah and like my small group gatherings mm-hmm. and i kind of was like when am i gonna feel i literally thought to myself i'm like this isn't a weird thing no it's not like a taboo happening like yeah funerals happen all the time mm-hmm. big groups happen all the time i was like when am i gonna feel normal in that situation yeah and I don't know because like the vaccination obviously you might have different viewpoints mm-hmm. like some people might choose not to get vaccinated mm-hmm. that at the end of the day you can't ask someone technically yeah. 
out in public, hey, have you been vaccinated? Yeah. I want to know before I sit down next to you at yeah. this football game. Yeah. Like, you can't really do that. Like, we can't even do that at, at work because yeah. of, like, HIPAA. Yeah. Um, so how, like, you're just going to have to feel at some point comfortable mm-hmm. with not knowing the status of someone else. Yeah. And that's weird to me. Yeah. My thing is I'm not necessarily super nervous. Obviously, I don't want COVID. I don't want to get COVID. I don't want to pass COVID on to anyone else. And obviously, there are, you know, even when you're vaccinated, there's still risks, things like that, with still being able to pass it on and stuff. Once I feel vaccinated or once I am fully vaccinated, I'm definitely obviously still going to be wearing the mask, taking precautions, everything like that. But... I will have a lot more health anxiety ease to me. I think that's going to help me feel a lot better. My anxieties more come in with like, it's no secret. I'm definitely an introvert. I like, I like socializing and being extroverted, but I recharge my social battery alone. And I had gotten, you know, living my 26 years of life, I had gotten used to being in large groups, being with friends and doing a lot of social things throughout the week and finding time to recharge myself and not feeling super anxious in group settings and in like, you know, high socialized areas or times. Yeah. With this past year, having way more alone time and, you know, being able to supercharge my social battery, (laughs) I kind of, I feel like my threshold of when I start to feel anxious out in public and like in social settings is way lower now. Mm -hmm. And so even for me, like I've had a few, like your wedding, I had another wedding, like in February timeframe, I went to Denver this past, it was with a small group and obviously we social distance and everything like that. But that was a big weekend for me. I've had small like doses of like normal ish, like air quote um, life in those settings. And I was so anxious going into those, like into those social times just because like, it's something I hadn't done in a while. And like social interaction with this sounds so stupid, but social interaction, especially with a lot of people wears out my social battery so quickly. And I'm just like, kind of need to build myself back up. And it's just something I kind of like need to realize. And I hate like, that's why I said, I feel like I've always had obviously like anxieties, but it was never something I really noticed until this past year is when I like really started to figure out what, what it was. So my thing is kind of just getting back into the real world and having those like social interactions and trying to like not be anxious, like being around all those people and like, because there's also that whole and you know, I, I think I've talked about before I'm started going or actually don't know if I've talked about it in the anxiety episode. I said how I had never gone to therapy. Mm -hmm. I started going to therapy in like beginning of February. So I'm like, two and a half months in now. And it's the greatest decision I've ever made. I think everyone should do it. But with my therapist, I talk about a lot about how, you know, I think when I'm in, when I'm in the presence of certain people or a lot of group of people, I feel the need or the expectations to be a certain version of myself. And I'm not always in the mood or like able to be that version. And it gives Mm -hmm. me like anxiety because I know there are times where I'm just like, I'm not, don't feel like being the fun friend or the talkative one or the goofy one. Like there's just some times where I don't feel like that. And people are like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, nothing's wrong. This is just like a (laughs) toned down version of myself that you don't get all the time. And I'm much more because of the pandemic, that version of myself 
um, more often than I was previously. And I think that's also being a huge anxiety for me because I don't know that Anna Marie post pandemic is going to be the Anna Marie that my friends all saw pre pandemic, if that makes sense. Are you following? Yeah, no, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I can absolutely agree just from seeing you throughout. I think that you are getting way more comfortable with yourself and being okay, not being okay. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that was, we were just, you're right. Like we were so used to being certain version of ourselves, especially for you being social and being in all these different Mm -hmm. like events and large gatherings. And it's like, you had the time to figure yeah. out, oh, why was I like that? And yeah. like you're starting to like get into that space. Yeah. So that make, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So it's just like, though, that's kind of like my anxiety with going back into the world, real world about like, you know, just recharging, knowing even just having like a social schedule more and like ha- still finding time to like be alone. And really, I feel like I've said recharge my social battery 60 times, but that's just like yeah. the best way to fucking, you know, yeah you just want to make sure you're still finding that time yeah and just still finding that time and still I think a lot of us during quarantine and the pandemic really started to figure out like what our actual priorities are and like what is really important and everything like that and I think that's been amazing and I needed that and I think I think the whole world honestly needed to slow down like the pace for a bit not that I'm saying like obviously the pandemic was traumatic and awful and I feel terrible for everyone who's lost their lives and it was like not saying it was a good thing at all but if you have to find a silver lining or a positive in it I think it there is like one. there that is it is just like you know slowing down and reprioritizing and so I want to make sure like for me myself but I think everyone else too like don't lose that like as much fun yeah. as I am like it's such like a back and forth because like know. I'm so excited for summer and to like you know like go to the beach and like, you know, socialize more and have fun. But also I'm like kind of having the anxiety, but then also like don't lose everything you gain during the pandemic about like putting yourself first and figuring things out. So I feel like there's just a ton to think about. Yeah. I think it's going to be a balancing act because for me, I completely agree with the prioritization and like realizing what's important during Mm -hmm. the pandemic. Like I am so much more comfortable now. Like And I can easily say, like, you know, I love my family. I want to be there for my family. And, like, having that alone time with them and, like, being able to be together is, like, so much more fulfilling for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I thought it was originally not comparatively, but it just, you know, that – means a lot to me. And so I want to make sure I'm still doing that because for me, I used to get anxiety with like the fear of missing out. Yeah. Oh, fucking same. So it's like, I thought, and like, this is, I'm not in therapy, but this like, you know, my explanation for Mm -hmm. it, it could be like deeper, but I feel like if I don't attend certain things or if I miss out on things, people are going to like me less. Yeah. And so that gives me anxiety. So then Mm -hmm. I used to feel like I have to be at every single thing Mm -hmm. and I have to be there. And if I don't, I'm losing friendship. Like I'm losing friendship points. Yeah. And I'm going to have, I hope now that as things start coming back, Mm -hmm. I'm obviously not going to be able to go to everything. I mean, one, it's just like, I have a whole life now and a house and a dog. And like, there's just so much going on for me personally. I'm not gonna be able to attend every single thing with everybody Mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. I need to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. And that does give me a little anxiety worrying about that. No, I feel you because I too, I feel like it's like, 
feel like sometimes my brain is just going like a million miles a minute because I have the same thing. I have like severe FOMO of like missing out on things, but then it's like <laughs> I have severe FOMO, but then I get anxiety being in large group settings. <laughs> but that like, you know, it's just like a whole, it's, it's all, a mix. It's all bag. contradictory. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like now I, I definitely, I, I don't think I will never not have FOMO. That's just like who I naturally am as a person. Yeah. Cause it's, I don't even necessarily that like, think people will like me less or anything like that it's more of just like I want to make sure I get like I I want to make sure I'm not missing out on fun times like yeah. I don't want to like look back and be like oh I wish I had done that you know yeah and so I think yeah I feel like during the pandemic maybe I I don't I think I don't feel the need to do all the crazy shit that we like every weekend have like a set plan of everything I'm going to be yeah. doing and socializing and stuff. So I think that's kind of a good thing too, is like, I feel like the FOMO was kicked in so much when every week I was like, okay, what am I doing this weekend? Like yeah. what fun am I going to do this weekend? And not for nothing, but like that is like what a normal life looks like. Like I was talking to my therapist the other day and I was like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, you know, what else do I, I work I like, you know, do like laundry chores like that, you know, hang out with people and like, you know, exercise. And then like, sometimes I'm just like, what else, like, what else, is there more to life than this? Like, you know, just like, I have a hard time finding, figuring out my free time. I don't do well with free time. And I have, you know, during a lot of pre-pandemic and then like even a little bit during like, uh, pandemic like in the fall and stuff I had a second job that took up a lot of free time which was nice but like it also stressed me the fuck out so I don't do that anymore so I have all this free time and I don't know I don't know what to do when I don't have like a set schedule and so I don't know how to fill that free time so I'm often sitting there like is there is there more to life than this like should I, I be doing like and then that gives you yeah and in yeah. my head like in my head I think I have this vision of like my life should at all times be super exciting and I should feel passionate about what I'm doing and I should, you know, be excited every morning when I wake up and like all this stuff. And yeah. she was like, she was like, go through your week for me and tell me what you do. And I told her and she was like, that's a normal week for someone. She was like, yeah. that's like, that is what it like life is. Like, yeah. I don't know what else you want. And I'm like, okay, like you're right. She's like, that's what being an adult is. She was like, I don't know. Like, you, you aren't going to have every weekend have this mind-blowing social calendar that, like, is going to be the funnest thing ever. And I'm yeah. like, but I want it to be that way. And she was, like, she was like, one, you wouldn't be able to handle a social calendar like that, one. Right. And two, that's not realistic. Who do you think you are? And I was like, you're right. Yeah. And so that's something I need to accept. But that's what I mean is I feel like with FOMO, maybe now, since, like, I'm not – you know, my social calendar, even when things open up, aren't going to be what it was before. And that's okay. And like, it's okay to not every weekend have some like earth shattering social event that's going to yeah. be my, like blow your mind and be the funnest thing you've ever done. And no. that's okay. And I need to accept that. I know. I think it comes back down because that's what I feel too. Like I will definitely, if I'm not doing something one open day, mm-hmm. I stress and I have anxiety. I'm mm-hmm. like, I should be doing something else. Yeah. Even if it's not a big event, but I feel like I need to be doing something Yeah. at all times. I don't let myself like chill and relax. Yeah. And I think what it is, it's like, we get so uncomfortable when things like slightly change or like putting it into this example of like going back to COVID, like 
if we have plans on a Friday night, but you, we're used to spending the night by ourselves and ordering in food and having our own night, mm-hmm. we're going to feel anxious because it's like, I don't really want to do that, but I love my friends and I yeah. want to see them. But like, I kind of wish I could stay home, but like, we need to just lean into that uncomfortability mm-hmm. because we know we're going to have a good time and we know it's going to be nice and yeah. fun. And I don't know. I think our friends specifically, we all are on the same page now. Mm-hmm. I think we all get it. We're all yeah. in the same spot of life. We're all kind of moving forward where it's like, we want to do fun things, mm-hmm. but we also don't need it to like rule our life. Like yeah. we're not in that space where it's like every single night we do need to have something yeah. planned. Um, and I think it's also like, again, kind of like how we talked a couple episodes ago about um, maybe last episode about the friendship and yeah. like, you know, our friends are going to be okay. Like we should be comfortable in that. Like mm-hmm. if we miss something, we're not losing yeah. a friend or we're not missing out on exciting opportunities. Just like, okay, let's do that again mm-hmm. another time. Um, so I think it's just like, that's going to be weird in the beginning, but mm-hmm. I think we're slowly starting to manage it. Yeah. And I think too, a lot of it is like social media where like yeah. everyone you follow on social, even during the pandemic, it's just, and it's no secret. Social media is a highlight reel 100%. Oh yeah. But everyone I feel like you follow is like, there's every weekend or every day, there's always someone on your timeline doing something so much fun and like having the time of their life and you're like am I missing out on something like should I I be doing that like and it's not realistic like that's just not how life is and I think social media for us has just really glamorized a lot of uh, just everything really and like kind of made me I think made me feel that like every day has to be this exciting thing and that's not the case and that's not like I like I just like even my mom like she'll just be like but I mean pre-pandemic she'd be like god like you're always doing something and I'm like yeah like what do you mean like everyone's always doing something yeah she's like (laughs) do you uh, she like my mom always like she's rarely rarely like why don't you go out and do something like she's always mostly like you I think you need a weekend in to yeah, like why chill don't you you're too, like you're doing too much and I'm like no mom like I'm 25 like that's yeah. what I'm supposed to be doing <laughs> um so it's just like it's funny because I feel like social media also plays like so much into it and and I think that's something I need to remind myself this summer especially since everyone has all this like pent-up energy and like this summer is like everyone's like oh my god it's gonna be the fucking I don't I don't know what they say, but it's gonna be like a great <laughs> summer or whatever. I don't know. What they and say. there's I guarantee every day on social media there's gonna be people posting about all this exciting extraordinary shit they're doing, and I need to rem- remind myself like that's not real life. No. Every day is one you have a fucking job. Yeah. Two every day is not going to be that way, and like you even if even if I had a social calendar every single day of doing something mind blowing. I would be a ball of anxiety. I, I oh, yeah. I can't. I don't know who I think I am because I can't handle it. I'm sitting here talking about how I'm anxious about going out in the real world, but also struggling with needing to have something fun to do every day. Yeah. So it's just so back and forth. I think it's going to be so important for everyone to, like, as things open up, as things start happening again, listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know yourself the best. If you need a weekend in, do it. Yeah. If you want to go out and make plans, do that too. Mm-hmm. Like just don't feel like you get in that rut or or that process of I need to try and keep up with everybody mm-hmm. and everything, but it's not really what I want to do. Like life's too short to not do what we want to do. Yeah. Like 100%. Even if what you want to do is doing nothing, yeah. like 
you'll feel so much more relaxed and less anxious. Like that's just what I think people need to do, mm-hmm. but we're not taught that we're taught. Like you always show up with your best self looking like this and that yeah. and social media. But I just think it's going to be more important than ever. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to lead into that. Yeah. And then there's this whole other like side of it where like, obviously anxiety about going out into the real world, everything like that. But a lot of people's jobs are opening back up and like yeah. the I feel like I've seen on TikTok where it's like everyone's like dreading getting the email of like be re-entering back into work and all that stuff and so for me like I started my new job I started during the pandemic so mm-hmm. I've been I started remote. you don't know anything different. I don't know anything different I haven't even been to my office so I don't I don't even know what to expect and so the idea of like go one just going back to into an office like into work in general mm-hmm. is like do I want to do it <laughs> and like there's anxieties that come along with that because I haven't been in a professional setting yeah. in over it's going to be a year and a half at that point like yeah. when we end up do going back so I think everyone is kind of struggling with that like the work aspect of it as well I know I think that's going to be different I I will say I don't think any company is ever going to work 100% how they used to I hope to god they don't no I think even if you do have a job that goes back say full time yeah. I'd be surprised if any job goes back to mm-hmm. five days a week but say they do, I think it's going to be so much more flexible for you to be able to work from home and to be able to have different, like just life happenings. Mm -hmm. Because I think people at the end of the day, though, everything's been going on. I bet you, if it was pulled, people are probably so much happier with their work-life balance. Now I I get the whole point of like, you know, it's harder sometimes to be working Mm -hmm. from home, but in terms of like seeing your family more, seeing your Mm -hmm. kids more, if you have kids having just the ability to do something else with yeah. the time other than commuting. Oh, the commute. Oh my God. Like I save like three hours now. Yeah. Maybe more because also getting ready like yeah. for work. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I just like can't. That's the thing is like I, I obviously we don't have any set plans for my job, but I think right. after, I think I was telling Laura after Labor Day and then it'll be kind of a phased approach and like a mix like in the office some days at home some days and which I I definitely I do miss some social interaction going to the workplace I think it would be good for me maybe one day a week to like get ready and like feel good about myself and like go into the office and stuff like that I do but I only need like one day like I don't I don't need more than that like the rest of the week I can totally do from home yeah so like I do see like I, I would like a day of interaction but yeah, it's just like at home, I get, I think I get so much more done. And it's just like, you know, I can work out. It's more flexible. Like it just, I feel like I have such a healthier life yeah. working from home than I ever did in the office. And it just like, it'd be a shame to lose that. I know. I, I think that if we keep in mind, again, it kind of goes back to like mm-hmm. what you were just saying is what you prioritized and yeah. what you now care about. If you keep that in the forefront of your mind, mm-hmm. whatever happens, you'll go forward feeling better about yeah. it and you'll be able to like bounce because you're going to make time for all of exactly. that. But I totally understand why people are probably anxious about yeah. it. Um, and it, it's weird. Not for nothing. I have no fucking clothes. I don't <laughs> like I couldn't tell you where my I hate wearing pants. No. The like, worst. I don't want to wear work clothes. I don't want to have them. I, I don't, don't want to wear. Them. I don't want to sit through a full work day with a bra on. Oh my god! I haven't worn a real bra, Lauren. I can't tell you the last time <laughs> I put on like a bra with a wire. I can't tell you. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I can't because 
No. Anything I'd had to like look nice for, I wore like boob tape or like <laughs> literally, literally, or like the skin's like not a real bra, like super comfy. I have most days of the week, I have no bra on. And if I have to put on one for a meeting, it's a sports bra. Like I yeah. just don't, I don't even, I couldn't tell you where my bras are. Oh my God. I couldn't. No way in hell. Yeah, that's going to be a big That's going to be you. like the day I have to wake up and put a real bra on, I'm going to be like, motherfucker, I don't want to do this. I know. I It, it is going to be weird. I, I don't know. Yeah. And I have no professional clothes because my old job was very, very business casual. I wore jeans and like I looked looked like scum most days, honestly, yeah. and it was totally acceptable. I, like people looked worse than me. But, like, this job very much have to be a business professional. Well, I have a trip to Zara. Yeah, oh, I need – like, that's my thing is yeah. I'm, like, I need to go on, a, like, a full rehaul of, like, my clothes because I've, one, nothing to wear. Yeah. Anything I did have to wear, I don't know where it is. I, like, whatever. So that's, like, a whole other thing is, like, I need to, like, yeah rejoin the workforce. I know. I'm hoping that they give us, like, a lot of time in advance before oh, yeah. we go back so I can, like, prepare for all yeah. of that. The um, idea of wearing heels also makes me, like, God, I know. I die. used to wear heels every single day yeah. at the job. People thought I was nuts then. They're really going to think I'm nuts if I have I, to. I, I would want to die putting on a pair of heels. It's going to be strange. And, like, a pantsuit. Oh, that makes me want to die. You don't need to buy a pantsuit. I mean, you have to have, like, a, like it's business professional. Like, get, like, a nice, like, soft jacket. Okay, I don't mean like a pantsuit like fucking Hillary Clinton, but well, I mean like I'm a suit, like a like a <laughs> like cute professional. But still, that yeah. makes me like want to like cry. I know, I know. And like a thing of full face of makeup every day. Oh, also started Accutane this past week. I oh. gotta talk to you guys all about it. So Thought we're so almost a weekend. I nothing. I mean, to be honest, my skin is clearer now. I agree. But I'm just waiting for. I'm like waiting for tomorrow to I'm get to wake up, and it's gonna be worse. But I'm happy because I think by the time I'm done is like. I'll be done by the time we go into the office, which is nice. She'll be fine, yeah. But it's it's a real shame to have this come right before hot girl summer. I you know. <laughs> well, maybe it's really fucking me up. You have a couple months before summer starts, so you might be on the up and up. A bitch needs a glow up. Let me tell you. <laughs> My God, it's not even that bad. You might even be we'll one see. of those that like hardly gets. Anything. I don't. I don't think that that's a thing, Lauren. I I don't know. I think everyone who goes on Accutane has like a like a. Like, it gets way worse with work at But, slower. like, way worse. Maybe it's just, like, worse. It might just be, like... I mean, I hope so. That'd be a miracle. But I don't... I'm, like, I'm just... I need to mentally prepare for, like... The worst. The absolute worst. And so then you'll that be way, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I'd rather have no expectations than be presently surprised than That's be fair. severely disappointed. That's fair. You know? Yeah. So there's that whole thing going on, too. Yeah, so you have a lot on your plate. Mm -hmm. There's a lot you're thinking about. Yeah. (laughs) Life life is slowly becoming more and more like, oh, my God. It's becoming more real. I I even think – I think we talked about this before. I forget if it was on the podcast or just, like, me and you. But I – it's going to be a lot for me to have multiple things on one day. Mm -hmm. Like, I – that's what's – like – life is going to speed back up. Yeah. And so it's right now my big event, like Saturday, I went to the grocery store. That yeah. was like my day mm-hmm. and I didn't do anything else yeah. really. So it's like now things are going to just have to happen a lot faster. I'm already starting to see it happen that mm-hmm. like I need to get more done in one day and especially when work comes back in person. Yeah. So, I mean, anxiety. But I feel like for the past like six months, people will be like, what are you doing this? And I'm like, 
my calendar is free. I have literally not one thing planned for 2021. So like I'm free. I'm like what yeah. up for whatever. And now I think I said that the other day and I was trying to plan something with a friend. And then I was like, oh wait, no, I do have a plan that day. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God, am I not free anymore? <laughs> Since when? Like we're, me and Lauren are trying to plan for the podcast and we're going through our calendar and I'm like, oh, oh my God, God, wait, like we <laughs> have well, things that yeah. we're doing now. Like what's happening? Which is wild because that hasn't been the case for no, literally a year. But it's good. At the end of the day, like I feel like we're talking obviously about the like stressful parts of all this, but it's so exciting that yeah. things are okay. Oh my back God. Up. So awesome. And it's like we're in our 20s. We're still getting part of our 20s back. Like yeah. not that we like got them taken, but <sighs> they're getting back to normal in a way. And yeah. like, we're going to be able to start doing more things. It's going to be easier to do what we want to do. Um, I know both of us love traveling. Like yeah. we'll be able to do that more. Mm-hmm. So it's it is looking up. Yeah, but um, it's you know, I understand. I'm excited. Both sides. I'm excited for some nice weather. <sighs> Same. That's gonna make everything feel better. Yeah, I, I'm not excited necessarily for like summer weather. No, but I'm enjoying the spring weather right now. That's making me feel a ton better. Spring's gonna make me yeah, better. and like it just I feel like. As much as I do love a rainy day, it is nice to like, you know, be able to go on walks outside and yeah. like feel warm and like wear sunglasses. And do you wear sunglasses in the winter? Only if it's like bright in the car. Yeah, because I was thinking about this the other day. Like sunglasses shouldn't exclusively be for summer because it's still sunny. Know. But they're like, definitely a summer I accessory. Don't, yeah, they're definitely that's what summer. I mean though. But yeah. like I still I like yeah. I think I'm like you. Like if it's super sunny, I'll like throw them on. Yeah. But it's definitely like. But I did. I didn't use them for a long, a while. Yeah. Which is like it's like it's such a weird thing, you know? I guess the sun's just not as bright. I don't know. I don't know. Or I'm just like I suffer in the winter. (laughs) I'm just like oh my god, the sun. Can't use that. Yeah. Can't. Can't. God forbid. I bring out my sunglasses. You know. I don't know. That was like a random side thing. Um. But yeah. So yeah, anxiety, just know we also feel it. I feel like it's yes. very, everyone I like really talk to, I feel like is also kind of going through the same thing. Yeah. And I feel like it's just important to like not lose like all the work you did, um, like priorities you mm-hmm. reprioritized during the pandemic and just like, it's okay to not say yes to every single thing. Yeah. Um, make sure you're still, you know, making time for yourself and for all of our extroverts. I'm happy for you. This is <laughs> your time is coming. Your time to shine. I'm is really happy way. for you. Um, I feel like this was probably very much like directed towards introvert introverts just because that's all I know to speak on. Yeah. Um, but I am excited. Like it's, yeah. it is a weird, cause I am excited. Like for, I, I really, I am fiending for like a blacked out night. <laughs> I think you mentioned that maybe once an episode. Probably. I'm fiending. I like (laughs) that's my thing is like I I think I need one you need it out of your system. Yeah, I I need one trashy blacked out night and then I'm good. Then you're good. Like I don't I don't need a full hot girl summer. I need need one one good night. 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 (laughs) I need one good hot girl night out with friends, blacked out, and then I'm cool. Yeah. You know, then I'm like, all right, like I got it out. No, I'm, cool. I'm good. No. I can sit at home. We'll schedule something on. Yeah, I just need like like literally one night. That's all. All you need a pencil me in for. <laughs> My God. But no. um, but yeah, I agree with you. I'm glad we re brought this topic up. I yes. feel like it's nice to re touch base with all our friends. Yes. Make sure y'all are you're doing, doing good. okay, and know you're not alone. Yeah, definitely not. Mm-mm, at all, we're okay. with you. Mm-hmm. 
But thank you for sitting through the first 15 minutes of Taylor Swift talk. It was probably your favorite part of the episode. Um, I know it was mine. I'm sure. I'm sure it was. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But thank you for listening. And we will see you guys in the next one. Yeah. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Girl Vibes Only podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and stick around for more every Monday morning. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Girl Vibes Only. That's G-R-L Vibes Only. To stay up to date on our latest content and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. T-T-Y-L-X-O-X-O, Girl Vibes Only.